Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of From the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast. I'm your host, IndyCar Tim, joined alongside, as I am each and every show, because I don't do these things alone. Nobody would watch anyway. Uh, PGA of America member, Mr. Johnny the Gerb, Gerbinator, Gerbman, Gerber. That's a lot of G's. Live from either Kansas City, Columbus, Phoenix, Pebble, Pebble Beach, or the moon. I'm not, I don't even know where you're at right now. Most likely the moon, because that's how I feel. I feel like I'm spaced out for sure. So we'll, we'll go with the moon for now, but definitely in Kansas City, uh, weather here is perfect, perfect. So uh, enjoy my time here. But I'll be uh, I'll be back in studio next week. Next week. Yeah, for, we're going to uh, have another week. freaking live show, aren't we? How about that? I'm not going to know what to do here. I won't either. I won't either. Uh, that being said, are we still allowed in the studio? Are we still? Well, the door wasn't locked when I got here, but all the liquor's gone. So well, we knew who did that. We knew. We knew how that happened. I mean, it wasn't me. No, oh, no, of course not. No, for I'm sure not, not. I'm not even drinking today. Yeah. <laughs> um, haven't had a fireball yet, though. I should have had a fireball. Left, probably. No, there's we got. Is there any left? Yeah, we got a little bit of fireball left. It's not completely gone. I'll I'll make sure it's gone by the end of today, though. I think that's the only way you invite me back is when I when you need booze. I think I get that text. Yeah. I like booze, and then it's time for me to come back. I like big booze, and I cannot lie. You <laughs> other liquors can't deny. Let's write a rap song here on the air. Um, is, Johnny, big show. As one of my least favorite weekends on the PGA Tour, because again, I'll, I'll, I'll say it again, I say it every year, it's not necessary. There's plenty of adequate courses within the contiguous United States and Alaska and Hawaii, maybe even Puerto Rico, to play golf. I don't know why we have to go to another country to do it. It's a little ridiculous and asinine if you ask me. Well, well, first but of they all, didn't no ask, ask you. They didn't ask you first off, so let's get that crystal. They didn't ask me. And second off, Puerto Vallarta is way better than going to no. uh, Puerto Rico. I well, promise I, you that. I agree with that, but I'd rather go to. I'd rather go play in Omaha, Nebraska, than go to Mexico. No, no, Mexico is awesome, especially no. the golf facilities that they have. Well, I go there and play a tournament at this facility at, at, in Puerto Vallarta every single year. Well, you don't ask me it. either. Well, Puerto Vallarta is not Mexico, really. I mean, it's America. I mean, it Gross. really is. I mean, there's more Americans there than there are um, people that are from Mexican descent. But this, I love the, I love going to Puerto Vallarta. The weather's good. The people are super nice, and the golf course that they're playing at Vendata is incredible. So. You know, as long as Tony Finau doesn't have a three-peat, we're going to be in good shape. But I love going to Puerto Vallarta. I love it. It's like it's the San Diego of of Mexico. It really is, man. I mean, it's you got the you got the merging of the ocean and the mountains, and I love it. I love going to PV. Why don't they just play in San Diego then? It's a lot closer for a lot of these guys. Well, they just did. They just did. I know, but you know what? You already have a San Diego on the schedule. Why do you got to have two of them? Well, you know the tequila and the. Uh, the, and a few other things are really good in Mexico, and I we can't really say that on air. So, yes, tequila's I love it. good here I too. Well, no, it ain't. I don't drink tequila, but I'm just the saying. other thing I 
I enjoy. It just seems unnecessary that they have to leave the country to play golf. I mean, another reason so why. They should, they, you, don't, you don't think they should go to Canada either? That's not another country. Yes, it is. No, it's not. What are you? They should play half oh, the oh. schedule in Canada. That would be fine. Canada is just France. Is just the French. You guys, no. you're from Canada. You're they're, you're all soft. They should you're play more tournaments in Quebec. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. All no. them, all so them Anne Marie's. So, so your point is, you don't think they should play in Canada either? No, I don't Maybe. think they should play in Mexico. Okay. I think it's dumb, but we're going to talk about it anyway because. Should they play in Florida, South Florida? Because that's Cuba. Basically. It's not Cuba. I mean, Cuba is basically yes, part is. of America now. So since Castro died. Um, By the way, I met a real Cuban girl last weekend on Super Bowl Sunday. She was at the party that I went to. Ooh, Dude, you Cuban, Cuban women are gorgeous. At least this one was. How do you not? How did you not know that? Have, I've never seen a Cuban in person. They're illegal. Wow, because they're from Cuba. That's long, Castro, that's a long, long time, time. You know what? And I was really hammered, and I can re- I was no. being reminded. I was re- I was being reminded a couple of days later that I was like trying to like I guess thought I was hitting on her and everything, but all I was doing was talking about Castro and how right he was. That's the worst. Like, thing hey, Castro you could had it do. figured out, man. He had it all figured out. Boy, oh boy, but. Yeah, needless to say, you didn't get very far when you started talking to Castro. Well, she was with somebody, so I didn't really have a shot to begin with. Well, she certainly was after you talked to her. I promise you that. Yeah, it wasn't me. Uh, But, Johnny, it is the 2024 Mexican Mexican or Mexico. It should just be called the Mexican Open. Mexico Open. I know, but why not just Mexican Open? Because Mexican refers to the people, not the country. And I played in this... I played in this tournament. Well, we talked about this last year. I played yeah. this tournament what three or four times. Uh, so you know, it, it holds a real some some good vibes. Smart. I played well there actually. So maybe that's Same why course. I have a really good uh, different golf course. Okay. Uh, they played a little further south down in Costa Caribe. We played uh, in Guadalajara one year, and then we played in um, uh, in uh, the capital one year. So okay. it, it moved around. It moved around a little bit, but. You know, I always played well there. I always had a great time there. The people, you know, I, I love the people there, and they treated me great. Um, so maybe that's why I have a little bit more reverence for this event and going to Puerto Vallarta in New Mexico than, than most of it. Well, I mean, you so you and I are basically the same because you played in the Mexico Open one year, and last time Not I pl- last time I played, well, when, however many times, last time I played at Brookhaven, I had a Mexican carry my bag. Yeah, that's certainly that's so. It's certainly the same, comparable. right? It's certainly comparable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you might have actually one up on me, yeah. right? To, to, to be a we're very much the same, the same golfer for sure. I bet our scorecards yeah. look exactly like. Hey, don't talk to Jordan Spieth about scorecards though. It's a sore subject for him right now. If it can happen to Jordan Spieth, it can happen to anybody. So Mills, I know you're listening. So that happened to me in Pebble, and I can get that out. We talked about that. But it is the Mexico Open. From uh, what is it? Uh, Vendanta, Vendanta, Vallarta, in Vallarta, Mexico. Uh, it is once again the unstable par seventy-one. I don't know why they can't just add a hundred yards to one hole and just make it a par seventy-two. That'd just be great, just to make them all. They're 72. a little, they're a little land, they're a little landlocked there. It's they tough. are, they are. Well, I think we need more par twos. That's probably what we need. Just like in putt so putt, it should all be par twos. <laughs> So part two, so you could play triple bogey golf and feel good about yourself. Yes, triple instead of quadruple would be great. 
Uh, 7,456 yards, uh, Johnny, not a signature event. So purses only $8.1 million, but, uh, you know, and, and again, not a lot of guys here. There's just, as you mentioned, Tony Finau, just one golfer that's in the top 25 of the official world golf rankings is going to be here. And that is Tony Finau, but it's a tournament that does well on TV. A lot of people like it, even though the big stars traditionally don't make the trip um yeah. so you're gonna see a lot of you know we talked about this towards the end of last season these tournaments that the big names don't show up at traditionally it gives some of these lesser known guys an opportunity to make a name for themselves uh and you know what a win it's a big opportunity for a win i know Finau. we'll get into our odds later Finau is the favorite obviously as the only as we mentioned player in the top 25 to be here but I don't see him doing very well. So it's going to be an opportunity for one of these unknown name guys to get a win, to secure some full-time status, to, you know, get some exemptions. I mean, this could be a really big weekend for some of these less known, lesser known guys. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, you, you, you said it perfect. I mean, this is a great opportunity for some of these guys and some of these guys that, you know, just got their PGA tour card. It's, it's kind of their, maybe their second or third start getting, getting the field with the signature events and maybe getting some momentum going into the Florida swing. You know, we had the, you know, we started out in Hawaii and we had California swing and now we're going to, going to get to get to Florida and then get to Texas. But yeah, you said it right. It's an it's an opportunity for some of these guys that we've heard of, and me definitely heard of in the in the betting world and the in the in the PJ world. Yeah. But you know, it, it is a great opportunity. I don't. I, you're going to see some guys, and the reason why I, you said it right also is like how it's viewed is great because you know you're looking at the PJ tour and you're getting really nice weather, and this is kind of maybe the kind of not really the kickoff of the golf season potentially for the the northern states, but it certainly is the golf enthusiasts that watch this event and see the great weather. They're going to get excited about playing golf. Really from the north, maybe you go from Tennessee north. Really the start of the season is we always consider it the Masters is mm -hmm. kind of the kickoff season for the, for the northern states to play golf. But this certainly puts in a mold of, you know, people watching golf, looking at good weather, feeling excited about it. So – I think it's a great. I think it's a great spot on the schedule, and even though it's not a signature event, it's still a PGA Tour event. You win this tournament, you get the same perks as you do as if you win Colonial or Byron Nelson yep. or or things like that. Even so, though it's in it, another country, it does well. Canadian Open, they they you know they, what, what do you say? be double I mean, points. I just don't think Canada is a country first off. So, but you know that's what that, if you want to go that route, we'll go there. Yeah, but you but, think Florida is a country? Florida is its own entity. It's. What does Colby say? It's the Wang of the nation. <laughs> America's Wang. America's yeah. Wang. Yeah. Right. So that's, I mean, it fits. But, you know, listen, you're going to see some guys, you know, you're going to see some guys, but maybe for the casual golf fan that people don't know. But this is a hard golf course, man. And it, the wind potentially can blow. Uh, it's, a, it's a weird place. I'll tell you about PV. It's weird. So you're kind of up in the mountains a little bit, but you still have the sea level. So you think the ball flies far, but it doesn't. It's a very heavy air. It's very humid there. So, and, and this golf course is going to be very strategic. And just, I, I don't know what the weather's, I mean, I do know what the weather's been like when we handicapped our car, right. but it's usually pretty soft. But it's not overwhelmingly long of a, of a golf course. So, you know, like I said, 
you're going to see some guys that may potentially could be up and rising stars. And I like these events because you're going to, you're going to see, get some guys that has some starts that, that, that maybe could make a splash. I mean, this is where kind of, you know, the Scotty Shufflers of the worlds and the Will Zalatoris in the past that you haven't heard of, this could p- be potentially a Scott guy like Shuffler. that could come up. So thank you for doing that. Scotty Shuffler. So and I got, and I got a couple of guys on our card that, that, that I really like. And I tell them at the beginning of the year that, that potentially you're going to see one of these up and rising stars. Um, yeah. And, and, We'll get into our picks and Johnny's winning picks here shortly uh, towards the end of the show. And, of course, my winning picks. Have you looked at my picks? Uh, no. You're probably going to have to tell me who they are because I didn't bring a run sheet with me. So I don't oh, have them. Okay. I don't have them in front of me. Um, so I'm kind of flying here without a run sheet because I left them on the printer even for the big show tonight. But uh, we talked about Tony Finau. He's he's played well here in two previous two yeah, he's won the last two years. Sorry. No, he won last year. He no, fell he short to fell short to John Rahm in twenty twenty two. Okay, well, but he won last year. You know, he felt we, like a winner. John Rahm's. I mean, we don't really talk about him anymore because he defected. Right? He defected to Cuba. Yeah, uh, uh, a female's won two of the last three years, so maybe a three time champion is what. Uh, is I that, yeah, he probably to. won one in twenty twenty one. So, um, yeah. But Finau, you know, we say the just one player in the top 25, which technically he is, but he's number 24. <laughs> so, I mean, he's just right there barely on the cusp, right? Um, he's without a win since he won here last year. It was in May last year when this tournament took place. Um, he is, I think he's trending towards maybe a big result here shortly. I don't think it's going to be this weekend. Um well, and we'll talk about the guys that we like, but some of the guys you've got competing here that could be big names. Uh, one of the guys, I think we both like him, I do. Nikolai Hogard will be here, still looking for his first tour win. Um, you know, he he was part of the, the Ryder Cup um, and part of the DP World Tour Championship, uh, runner-up at the Farmers Insurance Open. Uh, and you know, he, I think he's one of these guys that, that are going to be, once they win, they're going to kind of win. Maybe not in, he won't win in bunches, but I think he'll win quite a bit. Thomas yep. Dietrich, Stefan Jaeger, uh, they were both factors at Torrey Pines. And I think they're playing well right now. Uh, yep. you've got our boy, uh, Emiliano Grio. I'll say it right because I figured out I like him. So I'll say his name, right? Like you always got on to me for you were like Grillo, Brillo, Brillo, Grillo. Grillo pad. I Grillo. thought I thought his family invented those scouring pads, the Grillo pads. Yeah, you 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 jack up more names than Nancy Gerber. And of course, uh, Grillo is our Charles Schwab Challenge winner from last year. Yeah. So we have to like him. Taylor Pendereth will be here. Keith Mitchell, Cashmere Keith Mitchell. He ain't wearing no cashmere's this week. It's going to be hot as Hades down there. Did you so know, if he's wearing a cash, did you know cashmere, it was, he's got the flu. It was 80 degrees here today. Scheffler. 80 degrees here in Dallas today. It was 74 here in Kansas City. I rode my motorcycle to the studio. It's a 20-minute ride down a 70-mile-an-hour-ish tollway. I'm not even wearing a sweater or a jacket. I'm in short sleeves on the motorcycle. It was beautiful at the teaching academy here in Kansas City today. It was it was awesome. The facilities were packed, uh, book full of lessons and, and instruction today. It was it was awesome. But this is a little bit of fool's gold here. I mean, it's gonna there's gonna be some snowstorms, but 
Dallas can get that. You know, it is 80 degrees, but it, you know, next three days, is it going to be nice when I get there on Friday? No, we got a cold front coming through Friday or Saturday. Yeah, of course. Let's get back down in the thirties and forties. So you're bringing all that crap with you. Thanks a lot. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks. It's just great. Uh, Johnny, we're going to get into our odds. Uh, the Mexico open field odds and as well as Johnny's winning picks and my so-called expert picks uh, that because that's what we do around here. Let's take our first break of the day, though. We are from the rough America's favorite golf podcast right here on fan stream sports. We'll be back to do it all again here in about three minutes. We'll be back. Hello, sports fans. Fan stream sports. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue. Some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine. The Golf Bachelorette of the Month. The Golf Bachelor of the Month. The Golf Cart Girl of the Month. Golf History. Grip it and sip it. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at GolfCentralMag.com. We'll see you there. All right, guys. Time to talk a little bit about turf life. You've seen the hats on our heads. You've been or seen the video of the studio. You've seen that the decals are all over the place. Turf Life. Man, it's the brand that salutes the consumer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. What does that mean? That means if you play or have a business or, you know, maybe you're a sports educator, you're going to be on turf at some point. So you live the turf life. So go ahead and tell everybody you live the turf life by having your turf life window decal or, you know, the hat. Or the keychain. Or the something. Along that lines, just go to TurfLifeClub.com and become a turf head. That's what it's called when you live the turf life. You're now a turf head. And you can go join the club today. Snag that window decal. Or snag any other special turf life accessories. And go over there to that website, which is TurfLifeClub.com. And get your stuff. And show everybody that, man, I'm all about that turf life. And then you just kind of raise your coffee mug at them and go, yeah, turf life, baby. That's what it's about. And then that's the end of the commercial. Ding. That means it's done in microwave talk. Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the brand new Fan Stream Sports in-studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24-7 at 214-937-0569. That's 214-937-0569. Text us 24-7 day or night. And we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you now. More fan stream sports. Welcome back to From the Rough right here on Fan Stream Sports. On a Wednesday, a golf hump day. I guess it's actually a hump day even for not golf. Uh, but happy hump day to you. We hope you've recovered from the Valentine's Day, whether that went well for you or horribly for you as it did for me. That's just what we do as guys. We got to fight through it. And there's a reason I don't do Valentine's Day. Because I never come out ahead. It never works. That was that was like over a week ago. It was last Wednesday. Oh, I got a text from one of our biggest supporters saying Ted Cruz is a Texan Cuban. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know all about Ted. We're buddies. That's why. That's why he left during the like ice storm. Yeah, because they don't do ice in Cuba unless it's over rum. <laughs> that was good. Kind of proud of myself for that one, Johnny. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Get it? Because Cubans like rum. I do. 
Yeah, just so do I. Uh, let me some rum. Need to remind everybody, you can hear the show on any of your favorite podcasts app. We are live every Monday and Wednesday, 5 o'clock Central Time on FanStreamSports.com, on video and audio on the FanStream Sports streaming app. And we need to uh, make sure everybody knows now about our new feature, FanStream Sports TV on our YouTube channel. 24-7 live streaming of our most recent shows on video, just like a TV channel. So go over there, except you can't change the channel, but we did that on purpose. So head over Mm -hmm. there to find uh, our live stream or all of the previously recorded shows on FanStream Sports TV and the FanStream Sports YouTube channel and at FanStreamSports.com. Johnny, let's get into a little bit of odds for the 2024 Mexico, don't say Mexican Open, from um, uh, Vedanta Vallarta. Is that a good accent? Vantanta Vallarta. It's pretty good. Almost sounds Asian, though. I don't know. Do they have Asian Mexicans or Asian? No, no. Sure. I don't know how Asia works. I don't know how that works. That would would certainly be my bugaboo. Oh, no. You like the other ones. I don't know if I can't say. Well, oh, my gosh, dude. As my main man says, I like you likes me. How about that? (laughs) It's my favorite girl to date. The one that yeah. says yes. Yeah. One that says yes. Um, so speaking of Brazilians, as we get off topic, as we often do on the show, because no. it's not just can about golf, the, it's about us. What about next show? Can we pass it to the next no, show? No, no, no. I was just, just going to say, I, I'll keep it clean on, on From the Rough. I, I wait for the Colby Sapp and Indy Tim show to get less clean. Um, but shameless, have you ever seen play. the movie? Have you ever seen the movie Knives Out? No. Oh, you should, dude. That's what, is, what is that? What is that? Oh, no, it's a great, great movie. Ryan, uh, whatever his name is, Ryan Johnson directed. Uh, it's got... Uh, Ryan Johnson? Who the hell is Ryan Johnson? Well, Ryan don't... Gosling? No. He doesn't direct things. He's a mouseketeer. Well, let's just look it up, Knives Out. It came out a few years ago. It's a, it's a like a murder mystery, all-star lineup um of players but the main girl that i think it came out in maybe 19 but the main girl that's in it is a super gorgeous kind of latina looking girl right i'd never seen her in anything before smoking hot um and is it the the second part of laces out (laughs) it's much much better than anything involving laces out no, right. you'd probably dig it. I think you would dig it. I've, I, I watch it now all the time. Every time I didn't see it in the in the theater, but I rented it uh, to watch it on 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 streaming or whatever. And now every time it comes on, you know, I'll I'll, I'll give it a shot. And they actually have a, a second one now, a sequel called um, what was it called Glass Onion? But it's really really good. Uh, but the girl that's in it is this like pay like pay like when you go to the hotel? He's like one of these pay movies that you get. Jit for your credit card because I've never heard anything like this. You've never heard of Knives Out? It's a very popular film. No. Stars Daniel Craig, Chris Evans. Who's Who's Daniel Craig? Yeah, uh, uh, James Bond. Yeah, yeah. uh, Chris Evans, Captain America. It's got Christopher Plummer in it. Tony Collette. Hmm. I mean, it's an all-star cast. But the girl that kind of plays the main role in it, her name's. Uh, Anna de Armas, and I'd never seen. Oh, I know who that is. I'd never seen her anything before, and this was kind of her breakout role. But uh, so I was doing a little yeah. research because I watched this last night uh, again. And dude, she's from put a Brazil. Up, put a picture up. Put a picture up for the viewers. You want me to put a picture of Anna de Armas up here? All right. Yeah, sure. Why not? I'll do that for you. 
um, as we produce you on the, the air because that's what we do. You're the produ- production expert. I mean, because Johnny and I don't agree on women much. We've got very differing styles of women, um, which, which is, is okay. Great. It's, it's is fine. Great. Yeah, no, that's it's great. Yeah, great. it's actually very good. But we do agree on the Brazilians, I think. That might be the only ethnicity we agree on, right? That might have been the reason why I lost the – oh, yeah. How you doing? How you doing? Buenos dias. Buenos dias. I but will I fight you for her. Portuguese. Uh, oh, abrigato. I have to say abrigato in Portuguese because it's Brazilian is Portuguese. Yeah, they speak Portuguese down Portuguese. there. That, she might be the reason why I lost the Brazil Open back Dude. in the day. That might be the reason. Tell me that is might not be. just something right okay, there. Okay, take it. Take it off, please. Take it off. Thank you. Thought he's getting distracted. Uh, do you want to <laughs> yeah. talk more Anna DeArmas and Knives Out, or do you want to talk about some odds for the Mexico Open? We might as well get into the odds. All right, let's get into some odds. Uh, again, Johnny, we talked about it earlier. Our favorite, not our favorite, but the favorite at 13-2, to two, and it's because he's the only real ranked golfer in the field. Uh, Tony Finau, which is weird. When you say that he's kind of the clear class of the field, but he's number 24, but that's fine because nobody wants to go play in Mexico. No, not true. They all want to go play there, but it just fits terrible in the schedule. But he's playing pretty well right now, right? No, I think he's playing average. I don't think he's playing well. I don't think he's in it. He's in a little bit of a lawsuit. I don't think, I think this is a little bit under the radar. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he's going through some stuff. He got... I don't know too much about it. I've been trying to read, and there's not a lot of stuff about it. But I don't think he's played well this year. I mean, he hasn't won. He's got three right? top 25 finishes. Yeah, but that's the, for Tony Finau. That, but but you got to realize three top 25 finishes. What are those finishes in the signature events when there's only 80 players? All right. This is a still top. This 25. is what I know. But this is a, this is what Tony Finau does. He plays great in these lower tier events. If you right. look at his wins. This is what he does. He dominates, and when he gets to the big field events, the signature, he doesn't really play well. And I don't know why that is. He's certainly a, a, a top 10 player in the world in right. terms of talent. But, you know, it's really difficult to take care of 47 kids and think about golf and, you know, all these things that he does. And I love Tony. Is that more than me? I, I'm a, uh, he's maybe the only person in the country who has more kids. How many does maybe. he have, like eight? He's 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 – He's a little couple more than Brady Bunch for sure. I mean, I'm six. Sure. Yeah, he's more that I know of. He's he's more, but he's in that Utah Mormon kind of little, you know. Oh, is he? I didn't there. know but that. Listen, I, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge Tony fan. I am. I, I'm a, you know. Listen, I don't know his personal life, but you know, we're saying this in jest. But yeah, I mean, I don't um, hate him, but I don't know that I like him either. No. No, I like him. No, if you meet him, you'd love him. Like, and he's a big, big guy. Like, he's a big. Well, there goes one. There goes one fireball there. But no, you. He he's a great guy, man. And um, you know, it just it's just weird how he maybe he just feels so comfortable in these lower in lower tier event is the wrong way to say it. Listen, they're all great players and they're all PGA Tour players, but. But it I is. Mean, you though. gotta, you gotta call is. what it is, man. It really is. And when he gets, in, I mean, you look at Rocket Mortgage and 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 playing in, in these events in Mexico, these lower tier events. He seems to dominate. Maybe his mindset's different that way. But 
you know, I, I just don't like him this week, even though it is a bit of home cooking, you know, him winning two of the last three years. But right. again, there's no value there for him to bet him for your money. Is he, He's 14 to one, he said. And I didn't even look at it. I just scrolled on down. 13 to two. Yeah, it was even even more, even less. Yeah, I mean, seven, you're going to bet $100 to win 700 uh, and risk that. There's just no, there's no ROI for me yeah. as, bad as, value. as betting the field. There's not a lot of value for Yeah. Um, next on the docket for odds, uh, our boy at 16 to one, Nikolai Hogard. Yeah. I mean, another guy is, you know, obviously world class talent. I'm a little, you know, I'm not sh- sure how familiar he, he is with this type of grass, this type of golf course. So I think experience is going to hurt him a little bit. And you never know what guys that go down there in Mexico from Europe, man, they have a tendency to, uh, fiesta a little bit more. And most people, it can get you. The Fiesta flu? Uh, Mont- Montezuma's remit, re- uh, revenge gets you yeah. a little bit. <laughs> a little Sounds bit. like it got you right now. It might have. I got bit by a spider the other I know. Yeah, you showed me that? a picture of it. I feel like I got whatever you got just through the picture. I feel like I'm infected. And this looks great compared to what it was. So I might be shooting webs. I might be crawling up buildings and shooting uh, webs out of my hand great. <laughs> for too long. That'll translate well long. to the golf course, won't it? Yeah, yeah, right. But, uh, no, I, like I said, I just need to, know, I need to know a little bit more from Nikolai coming into this event. Uh, I know he's going to get some starts, you know, obviously in the Florida swing. So is this maybe a tune-up event for him, a little right. breather, a little bit? So I just, it, for, the, for my money and my number, I just didn't like him. Uh, and then we've got at twenty to one, the only one at twenty to one, uh, Emilio Grillo, the Argentinian. He's 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 hitting the driver pretty well right now. I think he's always reliable with his irons. Uh, he's connecting on four straight top twenty fives from the Sony Open through the Phoenix Open. Um, and again, he's going to try at the win- winter circle here for the second time since last summer. Uh, and I, I, I like him. I like him here. I really do. I don't know where you got your odds from. I got him at 30 to one. Um, so I got a better play on him. Than well, you, you probably got fine. those today too, right? So yours are more current. Yeah. I got him at 30 to one. I got him 30. I love him. I love him this yeah. week. I mean, he's used to this type. I mean, he's kind of home cooking, you know, Argentinian guy that, that feels very good plays in this event every single year. So, I mean, he's going to, he's going to, he drives the ball, you know, he, it's really weird to say. I think he's talent-wise for him. He's super underachiever. I mean, right. he was in that little group of Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, uh, Grio. That little that culture right. of guys that come out, and he was better than all of them. Yeah. I mean, this guy was a world beater at 14, 15, 16 years old. Argentina, those guys don't go to college. He was playing in professional events when he was fourteen years right. old. So talent-wise, I, I really firmly believe he's an underachiever. You know these these Argentinian guys really like to you know you know golf is secondary. They love their life. They 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 thrive for life. So you know it's a priority for him. But he's super talented, and maybe this is a spot that I liked him in in terms of not a big field of super intimidating people, and maybe he just feels comfortable to to maybe get his third win on the PGA Tour. That'd be great, man. I I do I do like him and those those uh, scouring pads that his family. Guy. He's invented. a little wee guy. He, He's a little wee guy too. Yeah, he uh, is. You know, you like you like the small guys. He's the opposite of Tony Finau. Yeah, yeah. Tony Tony Finau's eight foot four or something. Yeah, they walk down the street. It looks like this. 
Wait, which one's Tony? Um, and then yeah, at tw- at twenty five to one, another guy I like. Um, not as much as Johnny, because Johnny proclaims very frequently uh, on the air and off the air about what his feelings are. I like other guys. And that's just how Johnny is about it. I don't claim that so reliably. But uh, Thomas Dietrich at 25 to 1, unless you've got him uh, different. Uh, I got I don't have him in the winner's circle. I, at 25 to 1, right? He's one of the favorites. Yeah. But I got him in our car. Sure. Okay. Uh, but I just don't like him in this spot. Again, you got, you're looking at a guy that it's playing a little bit more on the PGA Tour. He's played a lot of golf. You know, playing in Europe, being from from Europe being Belgium, I don't think he's used to kind of this type of coarse grass. I mean, this is a very, very difficult, very old school Bermuda, past Palm Bermuda. Right. So it's a mix of really grainy golf courses and especially the green. So, you know, we'll see. I, I just didn't like him in the spot to win, but talent-wise, he certainly deserves to be one of the favorites in the field. And also at 25 to 1, a guy that <laughs> we had some discussion about earlier today because apparently he keeps changing his name. Uh, but I told you on the PGA Tour website, it's J-A-G-E-R. But every writer I've ever seen has the E in it, like you had it. Yeah. So I just I always yeah. go to PGATour.com and see how it is, and that's how I put it on your on your card. But Stefan Yeager at 25 to 1. By the way, Taylor Pendrith also at 25 to 1 here. Yeah, you're looking at, you know, yeah, the guy, the guy's been playing great. I think he's 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 a guy, he's kind of the guy that is kind of polar opposite of Grio, right? He, I mean, I think, listen, the guy's talented, but he's a grinder, man. He, this guy is, he's worked, he's worked his tail off for everything he's got. The things don't come naturally for him. And I respect guys like that. He's worked his way up. So I think this spot with a limited, uh, again, I don't hate to say it this way, limited talent field per the world rankings, I think this is a, fight, a spot he's going to feel a little bit more comfortable, and we certainly have him on our card. I got a little worse odds than you did okay. on him. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, he's had a great year. I mean, he's been in contention three times this year to win. He hasn't really got it done, so maybe this spot for him in a field that he feels comfortable, uh, you know, you know, maybe having a, a margarita and a Jägermeister. I don't know what, I don't know what the combination he's going to have down there. But maybe this is the remedy for him. Speaking of Jägermeister, we're out, just so you know. That's the only reason why you want me back. No, I need other, I need other stuff from you, too. Well, <laughs> <laughs> need vodka. We're out of yeah, vodka. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so he's, he's, he hasn't played horribly. He's been, out, he's been off the last couple of weeks. Jaeger has. Um, but he's got a pair of top 20 finishes here. So, you know, if there, any place is going to make him feel a little bit comfortable after a layoff, I think it'll, sure. it'll happen here. Um, at 28 to 1, Thorbjorn Olison, one of my favorite names on the PGA Tour. It's his first the PGA. What's that? The Thunder Bear. They the, call him the Thunder Bear. The Thunder Bear. The first, his first PGA Tour start of the season. Uh, he, he's been playing overseas and he's been pay, playing pretty solid. Um, he won his last time out on the DP World Tour and he hopes to carry that momentum over here um, to Mexico. Um, he's got two trophies in his last 25 starts. He ranks fifth in this field in terms of strokes gained over the last six months. So maybe a good showing for Thorborn Olison this weekend. What do you yeah, think? I certainly think so. I mean, if he's a, if he can get there and not get thrown off the airplane, you know that story where he got so drunk he got kicked off an airplane because he was belligerent. Yeah, we've belligerent. all we've all that's done kinda, that. It's been like I haven't. Oh, I have. 
I haven't. I mean, me and me and me and Waterbed drank them out, out of booze on an airplane going to Hawaii, but we never got kicked out. So there's two completely different things. So I got but, thrown off of an airplane. You know, listen, it, I got thrown off of an airplane way before 9-11 ever happened. That took some doing, man, for being ooh. drunk. That was before 9-11, before we, Homeland Security before and all that can, crap. Before they stopped smoking, you could still smoke. No, them? it was like '97. They, yeah, they, I think all planes were already non-smoking oh. by then. But yeah, so that took some effort for me. Yeah, on a, he got, he got. No, oh, go ahead. What was it like? A thirty-minute flight? And you got thrown out. Uh, Dallas to <laughs> Vegas. Oh yeah, well, I understood. Yeah, he got he got thrown off an airplane. He got super sideways. It, it, this has been a while ago, and and he lost a lot of sponsors. And but but listen, the guy's a two time Ryder Cup player. The guy yeah. certainly got some talent. Yeah. He's kind of getting some resurgence in his game. You know, he, whether his personal issues was happening at that time, I don't know. It's not my business. But uh, there was something really squirrely there. I mean, it's it's you got to do some pretty messed up stuff to get thrown off an airplane as you know yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know I, tried I, I think i think maybe uh the guy's a, a talent a talented guy for sure maybe this is a spot he doesn't play over in the united states very much but as you say this isn't the united states so maybe he feels a little bit more comfortable but certainly i certainly think he's going to be in the mix uh he almost got on our card i just like i just i like the other guys in terms of getting in the mix and making us money um 33 to 1 ryan fox 35 to 1 uh, you've got Davis Thompson and Keith Cashmere, Keith Mitchell. And also an interesting name here, Johnny, somebody I'm not too terribly familiar with at 35 to 1. You might know a lot more of him. I, I'm already a fan just from doing what little research that I did on him. Jake Knapp comes in at 35 to 1. What do you know about Jake other than he's got a unique backstory and some pretty luscious locks? Yeah, I mean the guy's is just one of the he, again, he's one of those journeymen. It just keeps he keep, there's so many talented guys out there. He's known for hitting the ball a long way, right? So yeah. that's just kind of his his story, one of the longest guys on the PJ tour. And that's you know, we talk about this all the time. That's the remedy these days on the PJ tour. If you can hit it far and you're yeah. a halfway decent putter, you're gonna find your way on the PGA tour yeah. and make some money in professional golf. You can't be short in an average putter. It doesn't work that way. Right. So he's just another one of those guys, man, that's just out there. And 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 again, is this the week that you know a guy like that breaks out of Jake Knapp? I don't know. I don't, I don't know per se for him. This is his first start there. I think there's some nuances at this golf course that you gotta learn. Um, certainly with his advantage off the tee. I think he's going to have a good finish, but I just didn't really like him in our winner's circle. Uh, very good. So there are your odds building up to the favorite part of the show for everybody after the next break is Johnny's picks. I don't know. Do they like my picks more or your picks? Because mine are more entertaining. Well, certainly for the entertainment value and people just laugh at you, they love your picks. I mean, there's no doubt about that. We, we, we've we had a, la a little bit of a slow start, but we had that. We are worst start last year and then yeah. came back to – over a $12,000 profit. So we're a little bit in the red um, after last week, but that's only predicated on one guy. And we'll talk about that. Uh, and we'll talk about that in our picks that really killed us. Cam Davis last week. I mean, Cam yeah. Davis shot 41, 41, 41 on the backside in his last three rounds at Riviera that not only put it, put us out of the top 20 for him to really have a profit, but he killed us on our matchup. So I don't know what's going on with Cam Davis. I mean, I could have done that. He might be – no, well, no, but, but – Yeah, I could. 
I mean, you can't, you, I mean, 40, 41 through three days in a row on the backside in a PJ tournament. It's pretty bad. I mean, like, dude, what are you doing? Par, like, par, what, par on the backside's 36. Yeah. 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 I could do that. He shot 15 over par on the back. He, uh, he shot 15 over par the whole week on the, on the backside at Riviera. It's not a recipe for really good golf. It's yeah, I could not. definitely do that. All right, we'll talk about it more in Johnny's favorites and my picks on the other side. We are from the rough right here on FanStream Sports. On a Wednesday, it's the last break of the show. We'll be back after this. Hello, sports fans. FanStream Sports. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue. Some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine. The Golf Bachelorette of the Month. The Golf Bachelor of the Month. The Golf Cart Girl of the Month. Golf History. Grip it and sip it. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at GolfCentralMag.com. We'll see you there. All right, guys. Time to talk a little bit about turf life. You've seen the hats on our heads. You've been or seen the video of the studio. you've seen that the decals are all over the place turf life man it's the brand that salutes the consumer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf what does that mean that means if you play or have a business or you know maybe you're a sports educator you're going to be on turf at some point so you live the turf life so go ahead and tell everybody you live the turf life by having your turf life window decal or you know the hat or the keychain, or the something. Along that lines, just go to TurfLifeClub.com and become a turf head. That's what it's called when you live the turf life. You're now a turf head. And you can go join the club today, snag that window decal, or snag any other special turf life accessories, and go over there to that website, which is TurfLifeClub.com, and get your stuff. and Show everybody that, man, I'm all about that turf life. And then you just kind of raise your coffee mug at them and go, yeah, turf life, baby. That's what it's about. And then that's the end of the commercial. Ding. That means it's done in microwave talk. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue. Some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine. The Golf Bachelorette of the Month. The Golf Bachelor of the Month. The Golf Cart Girl of the Month. Golf History. Grip it and sip it. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at GolfCentralMag.com. We'll see you there. Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the brand new Fan Stream Sports in-studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24-7 at 214-937-0569. That's 214-937-0569. Text us 24-7 day or night, and we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you. Now, more Fan Stream Sports. Welcome back to From the Rough right here on Fan Stream Sports, live from the DSP Media Podcast Studios in Dallas, I'm Indy Cartim. That is my partner in crime, the PGA of America member himself, and multiple time almost winner of the Mexican Open, Johnny Gerber. Almost is a stretch. Well, Uh, almost is a very subjective word, right? So technically. Let's just say three time uh, making the cut. Three time participant? 
Well, no, I made the cut. I made the cut all three times I played there, which is great. For for all the obstacles and temptations I have in Mexico, that's like winning for me. There's no Brazilians is, in Mexico. Well, they don't have there. There's just no reason to. What uh, what was your best finish in what year? Uh, you can look it up. I'm sure you got it there. I think probably 2004, 2003, 2004. I think I finished. Every like time I type Johnny Gerber into my search bar, my computer freezes. That's all I know. Because there's so much good stuff there. That's why. Um, I think I was, I think I was t- T28 in 2003, 2004. I probably, yeah, I, I probably got you like $6 million, right? Uh, pesos. For t- six, <laughs> so that's like six, it's like $600 maybe. <laughs> You won $6 for uh, finishing 28th in the Mexico Open. Uh, That's pretty funny. Now, I have to look up your – I've never really looked up your golf. I always just ask you. I'd rather just ask you because usually there's stories behind everyone. I don't get those stories when I look it up online. There's, there's, uh, the stories are way better than the performances. I promise you that. I, (laughs) I didn't, I I hadn't, I haven't cheated life in terms of experience. I promise you that. Right. Uh, well, let's get into our picks and predictions here for the Mexico Open starting tomorrow down in Mexico. Obviously, it'd be weird if it was in Canada and they called it the Mexico Open, right? So, obviously, it's in Mexico. Um, great. <laughs> yes, it's astute observation on your foot. It's the way we do things around here. It's just master of the obvious here. Uh, so, I'll go over my picks first, Johnny. And I've got my picks, but I don't have the odds. So, if you've got the sheet in front of you, I don't know if you printed it or not. But uh, I can get it. Yeah, hold but on. I can give you my uh, yeah because I didn't I didn't print it because I'm an idiot uh, and I might have been drunk earlier. Uh, no, but don't get drunk. Johnny, my winner for everybody that knows, I pick a winner, a top ten, and one top twenty, and I've had a couple of hits. Johnny, my and I'll go backwards again because I like doing that. I did started doing that a few weeks ago. Uh, I don't have the odds on him. I believe it was like plus two eighty or something for the top twenty, and it is Michael Kim. Michael I Kim is. Pick, you got him at plus. He's plus two thirty on your okay. on your card for yeah. a top twenty, right? He's he's he ranks six in this field in total strokes gained over the last six months. Um, he's had a couple of runs at contention during the California swing. Uh, he was a top ten finisher at the American Express. Um, I just sort of like like what I see from him. He's uh, he checks inside the top fifteen in both strokes gained approach and strokes gained putting over the last year. Uh, so, a, a course like this could be a potential birdie bonanza for him. So, I, I like him in the top 20. Um, and then my top 10, Johnny, the guy we talk about often. I believe we have a couple of uh, crossovers here with, with my my top 10 and my winner. Just, just one. Just one? Okay, I couldn't remember. Uh, again, I don't have my freaking sheet in front of me. Uh, what, what are his odds at uh, top 10? Is it plus 280? Well, who are you going to tell me? Who is Kashmir it? Keith Mitchell. He's plus 240 to finish in that top 10. In the top 10, all right. So, I, man, we talk about him a lot. I, I still think his talent level exceeds his win total, right, which is one. I <laughs> uh, mean, if you watch him on the driving range, man, he is Jesus out there. I'm Dude. just telling you. He is awesome. Yeah, awesome. there's there's no question. He's he's one of the top drivers of the golf ball on the PGA Tour. But, but I feel like slowly but surely the rest of his game is sort of catching up with that and sort of following suit uh he's he's gained strokes on approach in four straight tournaments with finishes of t9 at the american express t17 at the phoenix open uh and i think 
man, he's just a kind of a prime candidate, right, to take down one of these these kind of what we call the reduced field PGA Tour events, right? Yeah, super underachiever in terms of yeah. ball striking his overall game. I mean, the guy is, I mean, I, I don't get it. I mean, his, his win was at Honda, I believe. Uh, so so maybe maybe this is a kind of a working week to get right week for next week at Honda. It's a different sponsor. I don't know what the sponsor is now. Zagadnitjen yeah. or something like that. But, yeah, I mean, we, pick it, we have him a lot on our card, and there's a reason why we do because he's super talented. Right. I mean, and he's made some – he's made great money for us, but – you know, I, I have him in our card to win this week, and we'll talk about that in a bit. But man, he just—he disappoints me more than he—he he excites me in terms of finishes. It seems like he's there so many times after the first two rounds, and and what is it? Does he get complacent? Does he just law through things? Is—is is it cool for him to make? You know, three hundred grand a week and doesn't have the dog in him. You know, yeah. there's guys that are like that, and yep. maybe he is just a guy that's like that. And I, I firmly believe it is. I mean, talent-wise, the guy sh- the guy should have five or six wins minimum on the PGA Tours. I mean, no doubt about it. But you know, everybody's wired a little bit different. Maybe yeah. he just likes to wear his cashmere, have his wine, and eat steak. Well, this week, buddy, you ain't doing any of those three. So you better get your cashmere T-shirt or your I don't know what the hell cashmere it's cashmere underwear. Cashmere. You can't wear draws down there. It's too hot. Oh, you really? Wear- no, I'd never hot. live. I could never live in Mexico. Then no, nah, you got the you got the swamp monkeys. I gotta know. have I gotta have support from my guys. Uh, Johnny, my winner. <laughs> it's I believe it was sixteen to one is what I had for a winner. The twenty two year old Nikolai Hogard. Man, this guy. I, I still I know we talked about him a little bit earlier when we we're going over the odds. I think he's kind of already kind of proven to be a killer. He's he's he, he took down the season long tournament on the DP World Tour this past fall. He's thrived in the Ryder Cup along like people like John Rahm. Um, I think he's well on his way to winning on the PGA Tour frequently and soon. He came close at the Farmers Insurance. He almost forced a uh, playoff on the last hole. And had it not been for Pavon with his freaking heroics there, that would have been a playoff. Over the last six months, he's second in the field in total strokes gained, fifth in driving distance, and 16 in strokes gained putting. So I believe this guy is right there. He's on the cusp. And and I see his first win kind of coming in a reduced field event similar to this. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And certainly in the, the you analyzing him, world-class player. I think his I think he got a lot of great experience. I think he got a lot of confidence having such great success in the Ryder Cup. Yeah. I think that's going to propel him. In terms of having a great year, you look at his finishes; he's been great. I just don't think it's a right spot for him. I think this golf course is quirky enough, and course knowledge is going to be key to this place. I don't think he just has the experience right. enough to win, talent-wise for sure. He's gonna you're going to see him on top of that leaderboard, but I just think there's a little things, you know, dealing with these grainy type of greens. If there's any kind of downfall for this guy's game, he's not revered as one of the best putters in the world, but he is revered as one of the best ball strikers in the world. And I think this golf course is going to come down to knowing the greens a little bit more uh, than just maybe playing. I don't think, I don't know if he played here last year or if this is first start, uh, but I think that the, the experience is going to have a little bit of a more of a key for him, but certainly ball striking wise, talent wise and experience wise, like I said, about getting that confidence in the Ryder Cups and up. I just didn't like him in this spot. Yeah, no. And that, that's, that's why you're the guy. And I just make dumb entertainment picks. 
Uh, the, the analysis is great. I mean, you're you're spot on in in terms of what you say about him. No doubt about it. It's just I just don't like the golf course and the fit for him. Uh, and then I, I didn't mention this earlier. I may be paying more attention to this golf tournament this weekend. I mean, number one, I have really a lot going on. Uh, number two, it's because Scotty Scheffler is not playing in it. I have to look at his mug all weekend long. So maybe doing that. But hey, let's get to Johnny's picks. Brought to you by Golf Central Magazine. It's the magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's not just a travel magazine. It's a philanthropy magazine. Go over there and check out Golf Central Magazine at golfcentralmag.com. Uh, put your email address in there. You get the current issues for free delivered to your inbox right around the middle of every month. You can check out some fan stream sports uh, branded information and articles over there. They have the beer cart girl of the month, the bat, the uh, golf bachelor of the month, the golf bachelorette of the month. Johnny and I have both been featured, not publicly, but privately. <laughs> Cause they're afraid. They're afraid to put my picture in that magazine for sure. They but, are. They are. But go check it out at golfcentralmag.com. And uh, that said, Johnny, tell us about your picks. Yeah, after last week of coming off a kind of little dis uh, disappointment of just certainly disappointment on one person, Cam Davis. He really killed us, put us in a bad spot to not to have a profitable week. But we were uh, we we did lose a little bit last week, but we are nine three and one on our matchups for the year. We, ha we haven't had a lot of matchups just because of the weather. You know, the weather's been brutal on some of these swings that you have a lot of delays. So the matchups. Uh, haven't been great, but we will ramp up the matchups. We are nine, three and one matchups. We lost a little bit. So we are minus eight twenty for the year, uh, a little bit in the red, but this is, you know, every week is a get right week. Great opportunity. Yep. So I really like, uh, I really like Steven Yeager at uh, 22 to one this week. Again, he's had some great success already this year. Yeah. Two top 20 finishes, uh, a shorter, field in terms of talent if that's the right way to say it and i know yep. it's not sorry to keep saying that but it's it, it just really is when you only have one of the top 25 players in the world that's really how we're going to say it but i really like him and his confidence at 22 to 1 uh as you said uh it might be boxer cashmere keith week this week at 25 to 1 because he's certainly not wearing those damn cardigan sweaters it's going to be 90 degrees uh but again Another situation with this guy that maybe it's a shorter uh, talent field event and he feels comfortable with this 25 to one talent wise. Uh, he certainly is one of the top five best players in the field when it comes to talent. It's just a matter of Keith really wants to play and maybe he just feels chilled down there in PV to have a good time. And it just comes natural to him. He might be switching from the wine and cashmere to the, uh, <laughs> to the uh, margaritas tequila in burlap this week down there in, in Mexico. Cause that's what they like to do. Yep. The burlaps on the, on the, on the donkeys down there, man, that's you ride. So we'll see what happens, man. I, I, maybe it's a good week for him, but it's hard not to pick him at this spot by 25 to one. Uh, Emiliano Grio at 30 to one. Again, another si similar situation, super underachiever. He feels very comfortable in this scenario down there in Mexico, speaks the same language, chill, chill guy. Um, and talent wise, again, a little bit like Keith Mitchell, man, talent wise, he is in that top five uh, in talent. So I think he's going to have some success this week. Ham sandwich pick this week, Mackenzie Hughes at 66 to one coming off a great week last week at, uh, at, uh, at, in LA at Riviera played, played a little bit shady in that last round in contention all week, except going into the last round. So uh, I really like him. It's a spot with this odds uh, going down there in Mexico. So watch out. I like this ham sandwich pick at 66 to one. Two top 10 picks this week as always, guys. Thomas Dietrich 
at plus 300. Again, he fits that mold of top five talent in the field. I didn't like him in this spot in terms of the winner, but I like him in the top 10. Reason I don't, uh, just getting used to the grass. He's played a lot of golf. I think he's a little bit tired. I think he needs to have some good finishes this week. We get in some of the fields later on in the year, maybe not next week, but maybe to get in that player's championship. So I think he's going to be a little bit motivated to get some money to get in that, uh, get in some of those fields. So I really like Thomas Dietrich at plus 300. Second top 10 pick this week, Maverick McNeely at plus 500. I think it's a really good spot. Look at the success Maverick McNeely has had on the PGA Tour. It's always been in these lesser field events. They have. He won in a uh, off-field event. Yeah, the game show music is blowing up my ears. Can you turn that down? Sure. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Thomas Dietrich. That's right. But, uh, no, uh, uh, Maverick McNeely, I really like him in that, that uh, plus 500 spot. Two top 20 picks this week. I'm telling you guys, look for this guy on the PGA Tour. Chris Goddard, plus 330. I didn't like him to win. One of the longest guys, if not the longest guys on the PGA Tour. I really like his – watch this guy. I touted him last year, rookie on the PGA Tour, but he's not your typical rookie. He's got a lot of starts on the PGA Tour. Like I said, one of the longest guys out there. He's a guy that I like, like that Taylor Montgomery, man. He's going to he's gonna be on our card a lot this week. It's going to be one of this probably two or three starts he's got on the PGA Tour already. I think he's building some momentum. I think he's getting comfortable there. Talent-wise, this guy's an up-and-coming star on the PGA Tour. I like him at plus 330. And our last pick and top 20 pick this week, Patton Kazire, plus 500. Uh, the guy lost his card, so he's got some conditional status. I think this is a good spot for him. The guy's ultra-talented. He's one of those Georgia Bulldogs that produces a ton of talent out there. And I think maybe the motivation for him to come out, play well, get some more starts, get in that reshuffle on the PGA Tour. The guy's talented. He's a two-time winner on the PGA Tour, and I like him in this spot in a lesser field event uh, to finish in that top 20 at plus 500. So there it is. There are Johnny's picks for the uh, 2024 Mexico Open at Vedanta this weekend. Vedanta. Uh, I make Vedanta. you know I make a lot. I poke a lot of fun at this tournament, but it is a lot of fun to watch. It is a great facility. Awesome. It's a great course. Uh, you would be shot. You would. You would be. The, the facility is incredible. Like beautiful. Like I can it imagine is all on the water. Uh, the villas and they stuff. The the that. that you know, it's it just fits terribly in the schedule, but guys love going down there. How they're treating the amenities, they love it. Yeah, and and so just to be uh, transparent here, I bag on Mexico for everything, not just golf. I've never been to Mexico. I oh, never want to go to Mexico. I don't yeah, understand do. why people go to Mexico. I don't get oh, it. You want me to tell you? Even even the tourists, I get it. Like like Puerto Vallarta on the Pacific side, Cancun over in the on the Gulf side. Like, I get it, but those, when you go to places like that, from everything I've seen, read, heard, that's not going to Mexico. That's going to an American tourist area. And you don't even know you're in Mexico. So I, I just, you, you. I just don't, I don't get it. Look, I don't want to go to Hawaii either. I have no desire to go to Hawaii. Um, you know, maybe the 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 Virgin Islands. I, I would. I think I would like that. I would like to That's go. Even worse. That's worse. I would Mexico. love to go to Bermuda. Like I don't know why. I'd love to go to Bermuda. I would love to go to. Um, what's a place we talk about all the time uh, in Central America? Oh, that you, you where you used to live. Where you used to live? I was there a lot. No, where? Costa where? Costa Rica. Costa Rica. I would love to go to Costa Rica. 
Like, I would love to visit that. I just have no desire to go to Mexico. But you know what? Mexico's fun. The, the, this this tournament's fun to watch on TV. I get that it's popular among the guys that go every year, and I know why other guys don't go every year. That's great. Um, but, yeah, I don't just bag on Mexico for golf. I just literally don't like Mexico. I love it, but, you know. Well, you're a professional, you and I'm not. You don't you don't like you don't like Frisco, Texas either. So dude, you know, I, I love that. Frisco. I love where I live. I love Frisco. I love Little Elm. I, I just hate the traffic that I gotta deal with all the time. And I hate now that every girl within a twenty five mile radius knows me and knows my game and I just I gotta travel fifty miles away to 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 entertain a young lady. I don't like that. That's a you problem. That's I, a, I didn't do anything. You, well, yeah, you did a lot of things. When you do stuff right. We didn't talk about my broken have, nose and my concussion on this show. That's next show. That is next show. Nancy Gerber, I'm sure, is worried about how you got those uh, those lacerations and contusions. Twice as wide as it normally is. So. And it's not as good a story as what people want. It's not It's not a good story at all. It's actually a pretty lame story. J.P. Peterson uh, was very disappointed in the story, and I built it up, too, for him specifically. I know. And then I it know. took a turn, right? And so I did that on purpose, though. So, uh, All right, well, that's going to do it for us right here on From the Rough on FanStream Sports. We'll be back on Monday to recap the – it'll be a live studio version of From the Rough oh. right here on FanStream Sports to, to recap – uh, the Mexico Open to recap Johnny's picks, all of the storylines, all of the best bets, how they turned out, and all of that. Uh, and we'll see you guys then again, 5 o'clock Central on Monday on fanstreamsports.com, on our YouTube channel, uh, and on uh, just about everywhere, probably an hour after the show. You can download it on your favorite podcast app, wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to have you. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, make sure you leave us a great review. We would love to have a review from you on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or wherever you're listening. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We love you guys. We appreciate your support. We had a good crowd t- today watching the show. Uh, lots of comments we didn't get a chance to get to. We did We did broadcast on Instagram today for the first time in, I don't know, months. We're going to try to make that a regular thing on uh, on my Instagram channel on Indi- at IndyCar Tim. Go find us over there till we can get a show uh, Instagram channel thing going. But right now, I'm just it's just on me. It's just me. But we'll see you guys on Monday. Until then, y'all keep hitting them straight.